0: 7654321. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial Number One Video Game Podcast on the Toon Squad. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Mark, Grayson Daniels. Joining me across the universe is none other than Todd Don Cheeto Fortner. What's going on, man?
0: Uh, it doesn't stop. we've been doing it for a while But your energy is always appreciated You know what I'm saying two uh, I monsters. That, that was going to say You full of that bull pee, boy?
1: We're playing basketball
0: I got the job in me, man I got the spice job I'm doing good, I'm feeling great You know what I'm saying, in consideration It's nice to be back with you again In the conversation yes. of all uh, uh, our tribesmen out it's there It's
1: beautiful you know, outside, out. too I got the window open here because my you dogs stink dog? yes yes i can feel the breeze <laughs> it feels nice no dude they smell like ass and they need baths but they're getting groomed next week so,
0: so haven't bathed them a-, a whole week of your dogs smelling like ass i mean
1: i could bathe them but i'm just too lazy some days.
0: Won't we just talk about white people's stereotypes before we started We were. We were. Shit. Next thing you know, you're going to expect me to have four baby mamas with three different motherfucking kids <laughs> that have grandchildren.
1: My favorite white people stereotypes. We don't use washcloths. We don't use spice. We cook with spam, which I I That's love riot. spam. I love spam. Ugh.
0: That's Are you fucking Korean veteran, my <laughs> nigga? Are you fucking Isaiah Bradley on the slick? Hold on, man. Let me grab now, now,
1: as far as the spice thing is concerned, I don't consider myself part of that because I grew up with Cajun food, so I use all spice all the time. In fact, I get in trouble when I cook because my wife tells me I use too much um, all spice. You say? No, I use a Tony Shasheries or slap your mama. That's what it goes into there everything go. I cook. Slap that's your mama's a classic, dude.
0: Tony if, or some slap your mama straight out of veal plant That's
1: right. Well, my question though is what is popcorn without Tony Shacheries on it? Popcorn delicious needs Tony Shah.
0: You can oh. put sugar on it. It depends mm. on the mood. Depends mm-hmm. on my mood. I hate
1: sugary popcorn. I need Tony Shachery's popcorn.
0: You don't like you don't like buttery movie popcorn? Eh, I mean it's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. With the ice? Well, it's not real butter, but it's delicious. And I would inject it into my <laughs> veins if I could. I mean, yes, with an ice actually, you know what? I take that back? So this is a shocker. It's a controversial statement. I don't like Icy's. I just, I Uh, never have. Like, I like shakes, and I like cold drinks, but I just never cared for Icy's. Even though I always wanted to, because Bart Simpson loved his Slurpee so much, and I always wanted to love Slurpees as much as Bart Simpson did.
0: That's just the reality. Ices is kind of like a go to, and I know we'll talk about it later, and we'll do our little introduction and everything. But like literally, it's probably the first time for real hardcore that I really wanted to go to IMAX. Give me an icy, a large motherfucking popcorn, and like in a, on a morning time, probably like on a Sunday. Hopefully, nobody will really like three people there and watch motherfucking Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes, in the IMAX theater. You know what I'm saying? By myself. I almost so baby, wish that's where, I, I would have. Where I'm that's coming from? I think that's where it's coming from
1: today. I really <laughs> wish, I almost wish that we would have gone to theaters to see it. Um, we'll talk about it this week, but yeah, that's a good time to introduce ourselves. We are Skip the Tutorial. We're a video game show. Todd and I get together and talk about video games, talk about the news, maybe do a round table. This week's a round table with a little bit of news and a little bit of video games. Uh, sometimes do a top seven. Mm-hmm.
0: What's that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no worries. Go ahead. I, was, no I worries. said something racist. Okay. Something. <laughs>
1: But I don't think he did. Uh, but I don't know. Can't sure. what the biggest rule that we have on this show is that we really do talk about whatever we want. So this week we do Big have club. a roundtable, and what
0: is our roundtable this week, Todd? We're gonna talk about Godzilla versus King Kong. You know Damn. what I'm talking about? can wait! I'm excited about that shit, bro. Godzilla, fun. Well, Godzilla. Godzilla. Dude, that when they called him Gojira...
1: I, I got chilled cuz I love I love the original Godzilla. So I love all the Godzillas, but Is that racist now if I go Godzilla? I don't know. Down uh, with
0: Asian hate.
1: I mean maybe maybe I don't know like that's how that's how it's said in some of those movies and then they call him Gojira cuz that just means Godzilla um which is Godzilla? really good. Speaking of that, there's a French metal band called Gojira that's really good. They sound hardcore, but they're singing about the environment. They're an environmentalist metal band. And that always cracked me up that they sound so angry, but they're just singing about saving planet Earth. Always always kind of loved that concept. That was it's kind of a beautiful planet. Happy Planet. Captain Planet is our Speaking of that, the Space Jam trailer dropped. Yes. Can we talk about that before we get into video games that you've been playing? Because I haven't been playing any. Uh that Space Jam trailer. What'd you think, man?
0: Like that was kind of psychotic. What you said? They talk about video games. when We talk about video games. I haven't been playing any. <laughs> I haven't exactly. been playing any. I love it. I've been watching Actually, ER yeah, for you. It's so yeah, it's so much. <laughs> I'm VR, on season bro. six. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. Look, you are full of that juice, man. Let's talk about the trailer because I, I can tell you're excited. We I am excited watching it. It just dropped while we were recording the Patreon. Shout out to all the Patreons. Shanice. Shout out to you. I love your fucking YouTube channel. But, uh, yeah, man, we can get into um, the motherfucking trailer reaction yeah. real quick since we fresh off of that. How you feeling about it? How you doing? I didn't know what
1: to expect going into Like, I knew that Space Jam A New Legacy was coming. I knew LeBron James. People love him or hate him. I didn't really ever have an opinion of LeBron James. I think he's a great basketball player. Um, as a person, I just don't have an opinion because I never paid attention to the news about whatever was said or You know, whatever it may be. But here's the thing about Space Jam and New Legacy. I love Space Jam, the first movie. I love that movie. Space Jam, New Legacy looks like it is going to be amazing. You got Don Cheadle. You got LeBron James. You got all the Looney Tunes are back. The Iron Giant. Yogi Bear shows up at a point. Like, come on, man. It's got Yogi Bear in it. That's Hanna-Barbera. We're crossing all sorts of boundaries now between Warner Brothers, Hanna-Barbera. I mean, that's going to be kind of cool among itself. You got all the classic characters back. They look good. The animation looks stunning. It really does. Even seeing LeBron James as a cartoon character at first, that was dope. And I'll be real honest, the music in the trailer was incredible. Like, it had me wanting to go out and shoot some hoops, which I haven't done in years, and I'd be terrible at, but it still had me wanting to go out and actually play some ball, uh, which used to be one of my favorite things in the world to do. I'd like to get back to it now. Now that I've watched the trailer, I'm like, I kind of want to get back to shooting some hoops. I got a hoop in my driveway. Like, it was there before we, we bought the house, but it kind of makes me want to go out and actually play some basketball. So that is where yeah. I am at.
0: What yeah, did you man, think, no, It man? was exciting. It was cool. I, I, it's kind of just the bubbling uh, overall entertainment, I think. Yeah. Um... That, that got my excitement going about it. Yeah. I'm more excited about seeing Bugs Bunny again, and hopefully it ain't fucked up, just to be completely honest. It did kind of trigger something in me when you started saying that you never really felt one way or the other about uh, LeBron. I did want to read this quote real quick that yes. it made me trigger. The quote is, I need not fear my enemies because the most they can do is attack me. I need not fear my friends because the most they can do is betray me. But I have much to fear from people who are indifferent. I'm not quite sure who that fucking quote is from. I think it might be like Meryl Streep or something. I don't know. It fucking, could uh, be. Dang, it's kind. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe Trump said it. I don't know who the fuck said it. But yeah, for whatever reason, when they... When that lodged <laughs> that, that, the that quote I off. Think of that quote. I don't know why. I just felt uh, encouraged to say that. Maybe well, some, I mean... In somebody the re- needed it today.
1: The indifference doesn't come from any like active indifference. It's like I've literally never paid attention... To new, Like, I don't read the news enough to know. I know some people don't like him, and I don't know why, and I know some people love him, and I was like, I think he's one of the best basketball players of all time. Like, he's a legend. He's a living legend. So I I don't know what else to say. Like, I don't pay attention to people who talk sports. Like, I pay attention to hockey, but I don't even pay attention to what my hockey players say. Like, they're just like, okay. Like, as long as they stay healthy and don't get injured, I'm usually okay.
0: Yeah, but to be honest about the trailer, the CGI looked really good. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see Don Cheadle in it, and I was Captain excited to see Bugs Bunny. Those were, but uh, I'm still kind of tempering expectations. We'll see. Yeah, um, I think that'll be another one. It'll be dependent on what's going on with the movie theaters to me, and if it'll have a direct effect on how it kind of hits my heart. Yeah. Like, I love Sonic the Hedgehog, but I think if I would have watched Sonic the Hedgehog at the house as opposed to. Like my last real movie experience before the pandemic shut shit down in the movie theater, it wouldn't have hit the same way. And I think, Agreed. Just based on the initial reaction with the trailer, kind of Space Jam has some of that in it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. It's cool. It kind of ties into what we've been playing, if you want to get into that.
1: It, yeah, it does. Real quick, though, the reason that I, here's one reason I'm super excited about Space Jam, not just having Warner Brothers back and Bugs Bunny and LeBron James looking awesome in it, but it's directed by it's it's directed by Malcolm D. Lee, and if you don't know that name, he directed one of the most underrated comedies of all time from the early two thousands, which was Undercover Brother. I love Undercover Brother. That is by far it's one of the greatest. Also, up a great
0: point too, though I am excited that it will be a solid film just based on the it being partially produced by uh, Ryan Kugler. Yep. so that that. Gave me. I was just seeing that name. I'm like, okay, I feel good about it, honestly. Um, but yeah, Undercover Brother is. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you got Dave Chappelle in it. You got Eddie Griffin in <laughs> it. So I mean, though, no, just those two ignorant motherfuckers alone, you're gonna have some funny times. I i feel uh, the what? Undercover Brother is in the vein of like the ladies' man kind of to me, but the ladies' man would be a little better.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, but. There's moments in that movie that are just absolutely hysterical. One of my favorite moments is when they're coming against the main antagonist. And I don't know if you remember it. It's Neil Patrick Harris in it. And Neil Patrick Harris, they call him Honky. And he says, don't call me Honky and just rages out. It's one of the funniest moments. And I remember hearing Dave Chappelle interview talking about writing that scene. And just like how his, like he was up one night late writing that sequence writing that scene in that bit and how he literally had to stop writing because he was laughing so hard about the thought of neil patrick harris screaming these words because he knows neil patrick harris and he's like neil patrick harris is like the nicest guy in the world it's just it's brilliant man it's just it's i love that movie so much the way he parks his car is genius every single time and will always make me giggle like now I gotta go watch Undercover Brother and the Ladies Man back to back.
0: Ha. of course, the classic la- shit. The
1: Ladies Man has I the best hit on ever though, where he says, "Can I buy you a fish sandwich?" That's my favorite mm, line.
0: <laughs> it's just the whole vibe. Like I, I just dig, I, I did dig the vibe, like with the radio shit, you know. Well, I, we yes. always referenced it; it was always kind of funny. Like I was on the radio station in Grambling. <laughs> I mean, ninety-nine-five K Gram. So like now that we have a podcast, it's childish, and I can do what I want to do with with flashing lights in the background. I think it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> We're gonna get but naked to go and to... do some
1: Greco-Roman wrestling.
0: <laughs> no man, that's really gay. That's really gay He's got a nah, but, smiley uh, face tattooed on closet, his ass. Man. Kavasi, yes, <laughs> yes, fucking, fucking, fucking men's wives, fucking men's wives, with no remorse. Um, Do it in but the yeah, butt. So, like, as you know, two years ago, I wasn't even supposed to be in the GeckoCon um tournament that we ran. Yeah, that was a grand time um, with the TVs or whatever. But I did run when we did the tournament, and I chose the Lakers before they won a the championship. And there's a pitcher with LeBron James on the big screen after I won the championship game and the whole thing so that should just let you know how, like as far as the game of basketball, my pure love for it, playing it um, uh, you know, I mean that's my first love, I always represent it and talk about it, even in video games, you know what I'm saying, like I'm still playing at this age, 2K now yes. and I have the full yes. crack addiction so like, uh, that's yeah, I, I'm finally, like it's lame, it's not like I'm an elite, but playing it's late, I'm finally superstar status, so you know the crack addiction I thought I was over with you know what I mean it, uh, after I was like yeah I'm going to stop once I can take my shirt off and show my tattoos off Yeah, and everything yeah, else yeah. if you work so hard and spend money and act ignorant and ha- have like a part time job playing this game just so you can take your shirt off it's ridiculous and I was like I'm going to stop playing and then I got right back on and like got into the game and went like 19 for 19 and started screaming like an 8 year old boy uh, so you know I've been fucking with that I need to really get off of that but it's still kind of filling the gap until I, I, I stop being a peasant and finally be getting to the upper echelons with the rest of the tribe. Shout out all my tribesmen again that's on that PS5 bus. I ain't mad at you. Dave Howard, Dewey, Riley yo, been fucking with it. And of course my brother uh, from another mother bee who does the show with me. But until then I've been fucking with that. And um, oh, that's the same old same old shit. Um, we could discuss it. Hopefully uh, at some point I'll finally put the video out on it. And that'll be like the one time hopefully and I'll just retire again from my career because shit is just not healthy and I love playing other types of games. Um on the other side of the coin, I have so been playing Need for Speed Heat. Nice. I think last time the court I talked about it, and it's just it scratches an itch. Uh I mean, I'm a fan of Need for Speed. I mean, I feel like the series has uh diluted over the years. But I think it's dope in in correlation with what ha- what's happening with Xbox gameplay and how it's changing the game as far as really truly feeling like a Netflix for gaming now. Like the fact that uh, even though it's a game I wouldn't have money on, it adds a tremendous amount of value to games past, in my humble opinion, for people like me that's been longing for this experience. Like I'm I've, I've getting a feeling on Need for Speed for souping up my 65 mustang uh it's nice still a good thing i mean it's it, now the game is really easy it's not like that dub edition feel yeah um i think it suffers from what a lot of games suffer from now which is just having this open world game has to be like an open world rpg kind of thing yeah i think, I think there's a lot of you that yeah you you know what i mean uh, yeah but that's that's a whole nother conversation for another day but other than that, I think it's just, I've just been having fun with it. I mean, it's an easy game for me. It kind of is up my alley, and I've just been spending time on Xbox Game Pass with that. So I really hadn't really been playing overly, uh, like too much overly. What the fuck? I don't know. But I am going to get on Cyberpunk today and check out. Uh, yeah, they just had a new patch. Is- okay. Yeah, so after we get done with this, I'm going to, you know, get our Crack Addiction. And I will get on that, and we'll probably talk about that a little bit more next week. Because uh, I think if as long as a few things are a little bit smoother, subtle differences. Last time I got on there, I was disappointed. If I'm being completely transparent, yeah. Um, and if if they fix a few things with it, it might be able to draw me back in a little bit. I am excited about one more thing, and and that is, I do get my PS Five. Hopefully, with me and you'll be able to get on Marvel Avengers. Oh yes. Out and see what's going on with that shitty situation. But yeah, man, that's pretty much all I got as far as gaming this week. You know what I mean? I, this week is more so about uh, I think we need to get to uh, the God zero versus King Kong. We both excited about that. That's, <coughs> that's pretty much what I got. Man, do you have anything for, uh, what you've been playing? I know you said, I know you haven't, I know you've been doing
1: something. I haven't shit. been playing anything. I'll just talk a little bit about the backlog that I'm slowly building up over the last couple of weeks. We had a bunch of stuff going on at work, had a bunch of stuff going on last weekend that was just insane. Um, I was basically out of town the entire weekend. And then this weekend, I'm actually going tonight, finally start playing Monster Hunter. Which I cannot wait to get on. I'll get on there with Bob later tonight. I'll go through some of the tutorials. Because apparently, you cannot skip the tutorials. Which I was just like, damn. I've played enough Monster Hunter to know how to play this game. Give me my Switch Axe. Let me skip the tutorial. Let me live up to the namesake of my show. That's what I want. But I've got Monster Hunter Rise on the back burner. I downloaded... I mean, Xbox Games Pass is blowing up, dude. I got Outriders on the Xbox One, which I can't wait to jump on that. You know, I'm not going to buy it right now if it's free on my Xbox One, so I'm going to jump on that. I got Octopath Traveler, an RPG I haven't played but been wanting to play. I hear it's amazing. I've got that on the computer. I can't wait to start playing that. I got Hitman 3 on the Xbox One. (laughs) I've got all sorts of stuff backing up on me. And then, like you referenced, I picked up Marvel's Avengers, so I can play it on the PS5 because I want to play something on the PS5. But this is an important lesson for all. This is an important, not even lesson, it's just kind of like, I've, I've reiterated this before. Sometimes you have to ride the wave of how you're feeling. You have to give yourself a moment to decompress, recoup. I often make the mistake myself of jumping into things way too quick and just push, 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 push until I'm burned out. I'm learning a lesson in my old age of to take things in stride, to take things in waves, and just kind of enjoy whatever I'm on. These past couple weeks, it's been really all about music, and I've been watching a lot of ER, and I've loved it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've been catching up on albums I haven't heard. I've been catching up on this stupid drama from the 90s that is probably one of the best dramas of all time. Um I've just been chilling to it, you know, and it's just been it's been a nice break if you will. I'm urging to get back like I've get that itch now. We're talking about video games. I was talking to him with an old friend last night. Uh he's been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla and his wife's really addicted to Apex Legends on the PC. So we were talking last night and I was like, okay, I'm getting it. I'm, I'm getting that feel again that it's time to get back into gaming. So, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it tonight because you can do it, and you can do it hard, and you can do it fast, and that's what I'm going to do.
0: I thought that's going to be the case, man. I think you're going through something deeper. <laughs> um, and to go back to uh, Need for Speed, man, shout out Big Willie because he was the first person uh, to tell me that it was actually a pretty good game, man. I hope I all is well with that guy. Me too, um, man. I haven't heard from Willie tries, in a minute man. He's a good dude. But, yeah. You ready to, yeah, I'm talking shit, man. I know you can't keep away from the games, bro. I know. Nah, not gonna dude, back I'm be back on your crack addiction. It's good for you to chill out. It's a healthy balance, bro. You, it you is. Right,
1: but I think about it, dude, because I looked at that. Um, I looked at my little list of all the games I've beaten in 2021 so far. And it's like literally a list of like 14 games. And I'm like, that's a lot for the first quarter of 2021. So I kind of put in some work there, but we're getting back to it. We're getting back to our normal, normal addiction here. All right, let's talk about this though. Let's talk about uh some of the news. You ready for this? You ready for some news?
0: Yeah, man, because when you said beaten, I started floating off and thinking about orphanages. I don't know what the fuck that was. What? So I'm definitely into the news. You should probably play the fucking news theme and split everything
1: up. Orphanages. Oh. You want to see a great horror movie? Go watch that movie, The Orphanage. That's a, a Spanish horror movie, El Orfanate. It's really good. I don't—I didn't say that right at all. All right, news theme. Was that racist? No, I just said the Spanish word wrong. I didn't mean to. I just, I
0: Shout couldn't. out Orlando.
1: Shout out Orlando. Uh, all right, here. Channel we go. Four News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy kinds Sports, Rick Tamlin Weather, wow. and your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. Ah, that was the news. <laughs> Let me mark that time for the news thing, because I, I, it'll be easier to find later. Um, Alright, first piece of news... Yeah. This dropped yesterday morning, Todd, and this is a pretty big announcement. MLB The Show 21. We had already talked in the past about how MLB The Show was going to be on Xbox. Everybody knew this. Right. The announcement right. yesterday is not only is it coming to Xbox, it's going to be on Game Pass Day 1. So MLB The Show, historically a Sony franchise, a Sony exclusive uh, is coming to Xbox past game day one. Um, I want to say this. I don't have any thoughts about this right now. There's a lot of talk in the industry. I saw a bunch of articles yesterday about how we've talked about this. Me and you have been talking about this, the Netflix of gaming, right? We've been talking about this concept and what Xbox is doing, what Apple's doing, and a few others. There's you a... have
0: been on this shit since yes. it started. I since was not it on it like you were on it. I am definitely, I have definitely adopted the shit like Buddhism mm-hmm. at this point. Where I feel like it's going. I, I know like Mark is a ps like fanboy, Sony fanboy. With me and you, we are, you already know what time yeah, it is. Yeah, I do. You go with the grain. And at my core, I am a hood Negro. So like I go with what I got at the time. And what yeah. Xbox is giving, I think it's amazing so far. Like even MLB, like that's a series I haven't been into in quite some time, but you bring up a great point. Like, I'm glad you brought this up in the news. That was exclusive Sony. You don't you exclusive. think of MLB, you think of Sony. You don't think of Xbox at all. So that is that's you know a miracle. Fuck yeah, kind of a little bit.
1: It really is, bro. So in that situation, I I'm, I want to take some time. I want to read some more. I want to see what more news comes out before I make any comments about this historically exclusive. Franchise coming directly to Games Pass Day 1. However, there's a great Kotaku article that talks about this. And talks about these subtle shifts that have been going on since Games Pass. And if you've listened to our show for a long time, we've been talking about it too. Thank
0: you. And it's appreciated as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: (laughs) absolutely. Thank you. But yeah, we have been talking about this for a long time. And talking about the subtle shifts in the industry. But Kotaku kind of summarizes what these announcements made yesterday. Because not only that, um, there were some announcements from Apple Arcade, um, which if you don't know what Apple Arcade, it's, it's essentially, um, it's Apple's version, it's kind of their mobile version of Games Pass, if you will, right? That's what it is. I've never been into it because I'm not a huge mobile gamer, I'm, and it's nothing against people who play mobile games. Like, I've just... I try them, I always get bored by them, and I just never go back to them. It's just not my thing. I need a controller, you know. The touch right, screen's I just not going to work for me. Um,
0: Asians, but, I get it. <laughs>
1: that is not what I mean. <laughs> I need it. I need controllers. I need controllers.
0: Um, stop the Asian hate.
1: But, <laughs> yes, stop the Asian hate. I'm all about that, by the way. Stop the Asian hate. But the big news that dropped yesterday was that Final Fantasy, the creator of Final Fantasy, his new game Fantasian, is actually going to launch directly on Apple Arcade. So that's a big announcement as well. So just just pay attention what we got going on here uh, because it looks like the industry's going through some real change in 2021. All right, next piece of news. next piece of news. you ready for this? It is the PlayStation Plus Games for April. PlayStation Plus Games for April. Days Gone. Oh, man. (laughs) That sound you made was so guttural. That was like Duke Nukem when he's in the strip club. Beautiful. It was beautiful. But, yes. April... Yeah, for the PlayStation Four, it's going to be Days Gone and Zombie Army Dead War Four. You can download them for the PS Five still. <laughs> for the PS Five, it's Odd World Soulstorm. Odd World Soulstorm is your April PlayStation. Now, I love the Odd World series, Todd. You know, I really do. It's 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 incredible. But it's just like one of these things that Oddworld Soilstorm, if I remember correctly, that's your PS Plus game for April, right? That's a brand new game. That is a brand new game dropping on PS Plus for April. What the hell is going on? That's like a it's fifty bucks on Amazon for the collector's edition, it's $129 explain to me what is going on
0: see this is the thing about odd world i know it's a good game critically i tried to play it i've tried to play it uh, and it's just not a game i personally could get into so um which is a weird one like i feel like when i was younger when it first came out i definitely had a decent run through with it but i could just never get into that series like talking about it. so i feel like maybe that's part of the reason maybe it's promotional they put it out for free. It's not a lot. Of, I mean, it's not a lot of people. It, it, it it's a cult classic. They, they, so
1: yeah, it, right, yeah, right, right. It's right, a cult right, series. Right. right yeah.
0: So maybe draw. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not knocking the game at yeah. all. You know what I mean? It's um, a fun
1: puzzler platformer for me. I like right, that style. Yeah. Right. No, nah, it's.
0: I mean, I'm. It's definitely a game I can understand why it's a cult classic. Uh, but I, I could also see why. Just for a broader spectrum and scope to kind of maybe get more people into it, they may want to give it away for a little while and like you know. I mean, but, but that's I, the I don't know, man. I, it's a brand new game. And it's a brand new PS5 know, but, game. That they're right. just saying here like how many games exclusive for PS5. I don't know, bro. Like, do you think it's to kind of combat what's going on with Games Pass?
1: I mean, it could be, and that could be what we're seeing. Because it's not applicable. So Oddworld Soulstorm is releasing on PS4 and PS5, right? It's releasing on both. But the Games Pass only covers the PS5 version. So you can't download it for your PS4. You can only so maybe there's some type of ex like deal here where it's you know they're trying to promote more sales of the PS5, but but that thing's been sold out for months, so I don't really understand that. Maybe they're just trying to get people to interact with the PS5 more. Cause you know they track that, right? You know they track how much people interact with the PS5. And maybe this is a way, because it's like you had Demon Souls, which was fun. um, And I loved it. And I played, I put probably 60 hours in, got all the way. uh, I got like halfway through New Game Plus before I just like, I don't want to grind any more souls. I'm kind of done. I've got other stuff to play, right? Um, My wife's been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then we bought that little big planet game, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And I'm going to continue to play it. But outside of that, there's just not a whole lot going on on the PS5. You know, you you don't have a whole lot. You can play your PS4 games. It feels good. It's nice. I get it. But at the same time, like, I don't want to go back and revisit some of these games just because they're now on PS5. So maybe this is a way to get people to engage with the PS5 a little bit more.
0: Right. Because that's been a big complaint. I mean that is a big thing when you release a new console. Like, what are the release games that are specific to said console? Like, that goes back to Mario. That goes back to Atari. That goes back to like Sonic. That goes back to yeah. Like,
1: and then you've got you know, the... the most. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: You. No, I'm saying like it, with, with with this with this generation with, with for ps5 is is that demon souls like what's the release what's you know what i mean what's the release time yeah. with it right now today that could get people excited so maybe maybe you're right maybe they are just trying to get people to interact with the system more
1: that's kind of what it feels like because like xbox has done a good job of transitioning to the new generation um because right now if you'll notice that xbox has done a couple of things the new games that come out, they're both compatible with the Xbox One and Xbox S or whatever, the Xbox Series X or whatever. It all comes in one case. That disc is readable on both consoles. If you do it the PlayStation, you're having to buy either the PS4 disc or the PS5 disc. And then if you go to update from the PS4 disc to the PS5 version, which the free update, like with the Avengers, by all accounts, I've heard it is not seamless and it is a complete nightmare of a process. While Xbox, I've heard, is a pretty seamless transition to just upgrade to the next edition. Like, it's just download and you're done. Like, and the other thing is, like, the PlayStation 5, like, with some of the patches, they still haven't fixed the internet issue that a lot of people are having, where it just drops internet connection. Um, Especially while downloading games, you can't download a game and do something else on the system without it either failing the download or completely throttling whatever else you're doing on the system um i can't even play demon souls offline and download a game at the same time it, it's like it has to choose one or another like that hasn't been fixed yet so that's kind of a frustration for me so it's it's just interesting that odd world is like maybe that is their way of combating against the media turnout because the media turnout It hasn't been huge, but a lot of the media has been more positive in favor of Xbox, if you will. They're getting better media right now, more attention. They're not getting so much negative press. Because Sony, even though Xbox didn't handle the launch, like, I would say that Xbox didn't handle the launch well either. I don't think either company handled it well, but Sony was the one that got more attention for it, the PS5. Like, that got more of the attention and maybe that's because xbox had the games pass to rely on like that was the well, positive
0: sony had higher expectations that's no true too on sony so like i mean they, nobody was expecting i mean get, don't get me wrong now i mean sony is still oh I mean, still and it was still incredible. fighting. i'm still i'm still yeah like you got your five now like i'm still can't wait to get mine exactly um,
1: and i love but, it like but
0: we've talked about it i think it's just giving xbox an opportunity to gain more market share period agreed like if you like it it, the lack of supply of ps5 gave xbox an opportunity to push their narrative and they are pushing forward with billion dollar acquisitions but i didn't want to give you credit again and give you a a a shout out for appreciation real quick because you've just been holding it down and i appreciate your level of professionalism because part of me realizes that I'm being worn by social media. Uh because because honestly, as soon as you brought up Oddworld, again it's a game I couldn't get into. I started thinking about like one of Orlando's post in our private group on Facebook where it's some character that does TikToks where it was like a Oddworld character would have been that one where he was just like You seen it where it's like that black guy that's sweating. Yeah. He's just like, uh, Oh, give me that creature. <laughs> like that <laughs> yes, guy. yeah, yeah. Fucking ruining my brain, bro. You know what I'm talking about, though? But that shit is fucking hilarious, where he's just sitting there, like, showing odd things and
1: ordering it, his, his servants
0: to go get them fucking
1: Orlando's strange post. things to him. Sweating. <laughs> Orlando's posts are always cracking me up, dude. Sometimes I still am going to put them on my personal Facebook page because they're so funny. Um, next piece of news... Next piece of news. This is, again, going back to Sony, PlayStation 5. It does output uh, HDR, which we've talked about, which is good. I bought a new TV just for that. Um, However, if you turn off your HDR in order to play older titles that don't support HDR, apparently the SDR, which is the standard dynamic range, is off, and it causes the actual... um, it causes a problem called Black Crush, which apparently is extreme digitization of shading in the video game. So that's something that they're working on, apparently.
0: To Sound like a nineties Porno to me. <laughs>
1: Black Crush. <laughs> that's the best name, dude. Okay, let's think about this. What would be the plot of the porno Black Crush? There's got to be a plot to it. At least it would some probably plot. probably have
0: to do with, like, some small Filipino woman getting gangbanged.
1: <laughs> How does she get into the situation, though? That's what I want to know. I need backstory here, Todd. <laughs> this is. I, I need backstory. Black Crush, we got a Filipino uh, female who gets into a gangbang situation. Where does the gangbang take place? Let's workshop this.
0: Uh, <laughs> an Italian restaurant.
1: <laughs> How does it get to an Italian restaurant? It's got to be named the Italian Stallion. The restaurant's got to be the Italian it's an, Stallion. It's, a, it's
0: an Italian restaurant. It's in Detroit. It's an Italian restaurant in Detroit
1: named Italian Stallion. She goes there to pick up her order of Alfredo, but the kitchen staff is taking too long. Time Russians somewhere. Russians. we got to have Russians involved. Black Crush. Oh, here it is. So she goes to the Italian <laughs> restaurant. And she's waiting for her food, but she catches the eye of the cook. And the cook is using black crushed pepper on the, on the, on the food that he's making. But she loves the cook. And, you know, he's Russian, but there's a gangbang that, cause he says that he cannot have sex with a woman one at a time. He has to have multiple people involved because he has so many sexual fetishes, but she loves the idea. And that's what that
0: happens. Weird. See, because I was gonna go with okay. See, I was gonna go with it's a Detroit uh, Italian restaurant, and they get trapped inside because I like Kai this Jun better. Is city of Detroit, this is better. And they have nothing better to do, and like it kind of eases into like consensual gangbang. You know what I'm okay, saying? And it yeah. wasn't like trying to do anything. She's, like, she's just a little Filipino that's a little hot in the pussy and bored. And there's Kaijus fighting outside, so why not get gangbang by get crushed? I love so It's it. like the crushing buildings oh. outside. And then,
1: yeah, I like and your idea
0: way better. I do. It's in a plastic bag getting crushed by a building.
1: I love it way better. And the kaijus are walking around pantsless because that's what kaijus do. They don't They don't Yeah, don't wear
0: clothes. You know, Space Jam.
1: Space Jam. All right, next piece of news. <laughs> Moving on for that conversation.
0: I'm going to have to edit some of that. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, we got a list of changes in Cyberpunk here. I'm just going to go for a few of these. I'm not going to go through them all. Uh, the police uh, spawn radius has been increased. Uh, there's a steering sensitivity slider now in the controller settings. Um, it, they adjusted the vehicle's steering code to work better in low and extreme frame rate situations. I mean, most of these are just like, there's a there's a crap ton here, Todd. You know what? When you play it, let me know. <laughs> I'm not gonna read all these. There's so many of these. There's so many of these. They're still fixing this game. Oh my God! There's just like a huge list. I'm not going through all of these. There's
0: there's a ton of <laughs> these. There's yeah, man. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna get on it. I'm gonna get on it, and uh, you know, we'll talk about it in depth with hands on. Yeah, nothing like end zone like it, man.
1: Well, here's the one I'm excited about: improvements in textures rendering from afar. So. At least at least they got text still broken. Yeah, I'm sure it still is. All right, next piece of news. Uh nope, I clicked on the same article again. Let me let me go back to my news. Uh, weekly news. To your news, to my news. Um let's see. New games with gold for April. Calm your butt. New games with gold for April is stuff I don't care about. Uh, Vikings, Truck Racing, Dark Void, and Hardcore Uprising. So, if you got the games with gold, which it's all under one, I don't just switch to Games Pass. Um, so there's a next gen update coming from the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt in the second half of 2021. Uh, second half of 2021. Uh, that'll be good. Ratchet and Clank is going to get a sixty frames per second update for the PS Five in April. The original Ratchet and Clank, the one that came out in twenty sixteen. Well, not an original, but you know what I mean. Um, what else do we got here? Uh, Outriders preload file now. Outriders is already out. That doesn't matter. Um, let's see. Let's see. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven multiplayer being reconsidered. Plans on bringing online to all franchises. All franchises are getting online of some kind. I'll be interested to see what that looks like. Um, and then we got some announcements. Oh, P- PS5 was named the official console of the NBA 2K League. So, NBA 2K League. And then Tencent. We talked about them last time where they were patenting the system. Well, they've patented controllers now. They've got some patented controllers for PlayStation <laughs> And X- its a mash of PlayStation and Xbox controllers, but they have their own patent. It's only going to be a matter of time before 10 Cent breaks into the console game. Like it's—it's it's coming. Like you've patented a system, now you've patented controllers. It's—it's it's about to happen.
0: Yeah, you know I how I feel about 10 Cent. You know what I mean? Like more to come. I'm keeping my eye out on those motherfuckers.
1: Keep my eye out. Keep your eye out. It's it's coming. That's really all the news. But the big news was just really more about the uh, Games Pass and some of the stuff they've got going on. Uh, some of the stuff they've got coming to PC. And remember, because I said that Outriders is on Games Pass. Outriders is on Games Pass, but it's only available on the Xbox. So not the PC. Not the PC version.
0: So um,
1: yeah, I wish it was yeah, available that's...
0: on PC. I just saw that that it wasn't, and I think some some one little little caveat news that before we get into the Godzilla versus King Kong yes. review, which will be a spoilers review of the spoiler, this, full spoiler, everything. It's you know, streaming on HBO
1: Max. Go watch coming.
0: it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it, because I just want to. We, we talk about what we like and how we want to. We won't completely fuck it up. But yeah, I just saw something about uh, I think um, DMX just OD, man. So Wait, that's kinda really? Up. It kind of threw me off. Yeah. Well, I didn't read the whole article, so I don't want to go into detail on it. But
1: uh, that makes me sad. Couple of
0: trusted people posted that shit. I was like, "Damn, yeah." Man. DMX o-
1: suffers OD. He's in the hospital in grave condition. Um, he had a heart attack too, apparently. So that's uh, sad, little, man. Okay. Yeah, OD or OD. DMX has a tragic story. Like he's one of the best artists of all time, but. I mean, his early, like the the those first few Rough Riders records, and those were incredible, man. Like I know, man. we come from a generation, a whole slew of people who grew up on Dmx.
0: Like, I mean, he had a movie with Jet Li and a in yes. a He, he did like a movie a with star. Steven Seagal. That was yeah, that was funny and fun. Those those were fun films. Mm. Those were fun films. So, so yeah. yeah. Shout out DMX, man. Hopefully he gets better. And I mean, Agreed. you know, he's in one of my favorite movies of all of time, and that's Belly. I love oh, Belly. I asked him, have you ever read a... When was the last time you read a book? And he was like, never, motherfucker! And he <laughs> sped through such smoking a, blunts, okay. running red lights. Such a good moment. To the police, man. So hopefully, hopefully DMX will make it through and... and Uh, get a little bit better man but I'm ready to get into the review whenever I'm actually excited to hear your opinions on it uh, since I already kind of we already talked and I already told you how I was feeling about it so I'm real interested in in your perspective now that you didn't have a chance to fuck with it and get through it absolutely we're talking about Godzilla versus Kong
1: Godzilla versus Kong the tie in movie to Kong Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters and the 2014 Godzilla Uh, Picks up, uh, Kong is in a holding facility on Skull Island after a storm comes through. And Godzilla attacks um, this facility that's developing uh, some technology that could threaten the Kaiju or Kong existence. So, what do I love about this movie? Everything. I love everything about this movie. And here's the reason why. I know a lot of people have got a lot of, there's, there's some people that really just thought this was a waste of time. They disliked it. This movie came in for an hour and 45 minutes into my life. It did exactly what I wanted it to do. It gave me giant monsters fighting. It gave me Kong. It gave me Godzilla on the screen with very little human involvement. Um, plenty of big beasts throwing down, plenty of cool features, a extended on this hollow earth theory where they actually show you what hollow earth looks like um spoiler like we said it's got mecha godzilla in it like i I, what the hell is not to love like kong has an axe he's got like a special demon souls axe that uses godzilla's energy like and then you get the concept that they weren't at war with each other that you know they're not actually ancient enemies because if you look down in the hollow earth, the, you saw the circle that was Godzilla before he picked up that. Like they did work together to rule this hollow earth where they were. Um, I mean, it, it was beautiful, man. Like it was beautiful. Like I want from my kaiju movies, I want very little human involvement. I want a lot of monsters fighting. I want good fight scenes, clear fight scenes, and they really like humanized the crap out of Kong. Like, they did an amazing job with that where you felt his emotion and you felt, like, him as, like, a real, real character. And then they brought in Godzilla who is, like, operating on his own level. And they even humanized the crap out of Godzilla where it was, like, this point where, spoiler, where, like, Godzilla's got Kong pinned. He could kill him right then and there. Nothing Kong can do about it. And he's almost looking at him like, you're not my enemy. Stop trying to fight me. Like, and he just walks off because he knows what's about to happen. And Mechagodzilla, dude, was so cool. The way they designed Mechagodzilla, what he looked like, the way they had that operation with, they tied it back to the Ghidorah heads. Like, it was just incredible, man. It was just beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. I loved it. I loved everything about
0: it. I am glad you enjoyed it. I definitely understand the criticisms now sitting back on it as far as like cutting off your brain. You know what I mean? it but, is uh, it, this is the yeah, kind of movie it, you shut your brain off to like that it was shit. just so much fun though man I legitimately I don't regret anything nope. I'm thankful and grateful that I could watch it at the home up front at the homestead if you will but I legitimately am considering going back and watching this in IMAx I think it would is be better if what I enjoy absolutely and but I had a great time with the film um I did enjoy a couple of the the humans in the film not in a sense of like they got in a, any kind of way though like like you said they yep. you know the, you're here to see big ass monsters rip each other apart that's yep. what you're here for it's not you know whatever everybody I get that but I had fun with the conspiracy theory podcast guy yeah I think he was a lot of fun like the connection like you know what I mean it's yep. just little little shots of the culture and the way that it did help move the narrative along. It wasn't like the 2014 release of Godzilla, where it just felt like they were trying to make like a, a Breaking Bad movie. Like I enjoyed that movie too. It's kind of hard to disappoint me when it comes to uh, monster films, but you nailed it when they really just had the idea to say, "Okay, we're going to give you what you want from front to bot, front to back." Yep. Um, you know, the Hollow Earth shit really doesn't make sense, but it's dope. So enjoy it. And, That's my and, and thought. I just it. don't
1: care. I just, you, they, uh, like I just love so it. They got
0: it under. They got it under the two hours. You know what I mean? Like you can't ask for more. And the one thing that I would have critiqued initially that got on my nerves was like the initial scene, the first fight that they set up with Kong, just chained to the boat. Um, but when I, I I was speaking with somebody, a shout out Ed. Uh, he but he reminded me that it was like okay that's like a, a callback to the previous it films is or like something that I completely was oblivious to and I thought it was uh, just a just kind of stupid thing to do like why would you obviously handicap Kong out on the sea and it was like a scene in there where uh there's young ladies like begging him to release Kong so he can defend himself but and you don't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If yeah. Release him. Because uh, Kong's goes, the only one home. that
1: you can can defend you from Godzilla at this point. That the only thing that I thought about that scene was the moment where they're firing missiles at Godzilla, and I was like, the, the, How many times have you seen him to this point? You know, this ain't going to do anything to him, and he's not even going to care. He's just going to shrug off these missiles and just move along. That's just the reality, right. you know. Let God, let King Kong go, so he can punch Godzilla in the face. Um, but yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, but yeah, it is a throwback, um, to some of the earlier films.
0: Even with that said though, you know, like, like I said, to go back to the human characters, I mean, a little handicapped girl, mm-hmm. it made sense. Yep. Um, you know what I'm saying? You know, she was handicapped. Uh, the fact that he could, uh, talk, mm-hmm. that was interesting. I loved you, it. Uh, you, right. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, let allowing him to go home was pretty dope. I mean, it was just plenty of different, monsters the pacing was great um and it's just one of the more fun times i've had in quite some quite a time me too movie um like i i mean i just if you would okay we don't do it often but what score would you put on it
1: man really honestly like it's hard to so the way that i'm kind of scoring this in my brain is i'm making comparisons in my head right like my favorite movie out of all of these movies has been kong skull island Kong Skull Island has been my favorite just because there was, they had a great balance of human and monster stuff going on and they kept it enough in the shadows, but it wasn't like Godzilla 2014 where it was too long kept in the shadows, which I enjoyed, right? Like I like Godzilla 2014 and I I still think my favorite Godzilla has been King of the Monsters. Like that was just because I go back to that Godzilla versus Ghidorah fight and that was just by far my favorite fight. Just amazing. Amazing.
0: Purchased the film. Right.
1: Me too. Me too. Like, I, I totally... And I, I've i even watched it since, but a lot of the times I've watched that scene on YouTube like so many times since then just because of how much I love that fight. This has some of my favorite monster moments, though. Like, just pure moments of watching them as characters. Um, I think you could have extended it a little bit more with the monster stuff but I think this was kind of perfect under the two hour mark with the way they handled it you had round one round two uh, you had round three and then you had them teaming up and taking on Godzilla. which
0: and, me- and see that that right there that right there it has been quite some time since I got a feeling for that Sunday monster movie yes playing, and it drawn me in where as we're speaking of it now I legitimately can go back and watch it again this weekend just to me see too. the Godzilla fight just to get to that point, it's just a fun ride where I could just pop it on, and I definitely will. This is one I'm going to watch again. Just me because it'll just be one of those uh, almost like you know, I'm feeling some type of way. I'm gonna go ahead and put this on. I might not watch the whole thing every time, but just for a few scenes, you know, what yeah. I mean? bit by bit, because uh, that that last fight to kind of tie everything together, bring the axe back into play. And, yeah. Um, you know, and, and just the whole silliness of the Mega Godzilla-ness with one of my favorite scenes with the Tropius villain underlining. Oh, yeah. Uh, where, you know what I'm saying, Mega Godzilla gets a mind of its own and it, it kind of arcs up. Uh, yeah, bro. It, it, it's worth watching again just for that. Stop. That's, that's why I don't even feel bad for the people that have been spoiled on it already because I feel like I'm confident enough to say like, you should still if you're in the like monster movies, if that's your thing and you just want to not see like a deep Shakespearean fucking storyline and want to have fun and escape from the mass shootings for a little while, hour later, and 45 minutes and all the bullshit and just cut your brain off and have a good time. It's a great film, uh, period. And I could see how like the only thing that would stop me from watching it again at home is to not spoil it if I go ahead and go outside. With the different variants of shit, finally, and do some shit that like go watch it in IMAX. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah.
1: But I mean, in this one, like, I would probably land like a seven and a half, maybe an eight out of ten, just because like the mo- the movie it's not deep. You're not adding craziness to the lore. I mean, with a little bit with the Hollow Earth, I thought that was cool. The whole transportation to the Hollow Earth. But
0: really, dude, I never, has Godzilla ever had an axe before
1: King Kong? No, Mm-mm. no, he's no, never, yeah, King Kong. Yeah, I'll he's never King he's Kong. never had an axe before. Um, but King Kong will always oh, be like love. just the idea of spending so much time with Kong, because I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show, but my two favorite monsters in movies ever are King Kong and Frankenstein. And the reason is, is because they're the perfect non monster monsters. They are big, they are hulking, they can be scary, but they're humanized and they have these emotions and they have these very kind of like tragic stories between the two of them, between Frankenstein and King Kong. Like King Kong, if you've, ever, if you've never seen the original 30s version of King Kong, that is one of the most heartbreaking movies ever made. Ever and made. you
0: bring up a good point. Like we could have a whole deep show and episode about how much I actually like philosophical viewpoint of how much I actually hate the 1930s version of King Kong and what it could represent. And I mean, if you if you kind of want to get an idea of how I feel about it, just like think Emmy Till and our previous conversation about the Black Crush. Yeah. But with that said, that actually makes me enjoy like because like I, the 80s, seven late 70s, 80s versions of King Kong was always dope. And this version of King Kong totally strips that away. Like the the King Kong that w- was released with uh, Jack, Jack Black, Black Peter it, Jackson, yeah. that kind of had the vibe of the 30s ones. I never really dug that much. It kind of was tying into some weird shit. Like I said, on a, just a rooted, childish, we could have a philosophical conversation yeah. about uh, American culture and, and, a, and some weird shit that it puts out but uh but this had nothing to do with that this was just a great fun time yeah like some of the like the original godzilla versus king kong you know what i mean as cheesy as that is oh it's it's, so cheesy like to wait 30 years to have a rematch and it give you the money shot you can't be disappointed yeah
1: and it's a legit rematch because what a lot of people don't know is that godzilla versus king kong from the the original one if you will that was a knockoff done by a studio. They didn't have the permissions. They didn't have the production value. They, that was a complete knockoff that they did themselves. Cause that was back when you could just like make your own crap and eh, sue me if you want to sue me kind of thing. Like the movie made money because people wanted to see it, but it's kind of like what Asylum Pictures does now. Um, but yeah, man, just like going back, it's just like I want to spend more time with Kong always. Like Kong is always one of those characters that I just like really just. I don't know, man. Like he's one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite characters in film history of all time.
0: Him. And see, with that said, with that said, they did not do any injustice to Godzilla's representation. No, Godzilla the right, the right monster won. As much as I, I lost I agree. The dollars that I didn't even want to bet on that, but it was proper. It was well done in the way they wrapped it up with the mega Godzilla fight. Because it leaves it open to like, yeah. You kick my ass, but I saved your life. And it's just beautiful. Yes. Even that little subtle interaction at the end where they kind of acknowledge each other, each other. Now, you can take that and interpret it as, okay, we hate each other. Or you can interpret it as, you know, it's a mutual respect. And at the end of the day, we're both, like, protecting the planet. You know exactly. what i was just It's just so much fun. Man,
1: and that was the whole thing is just, like. Does Godzilla technically win? Yeah, he does. I mean, Godzilla is always going to be one of my favorite monsters too. But Godzilla, like, people don't remember is like, Godzilla is a force to be reckoned with. Like, he is king of the monsters for a reason. Like, that is just the truth. King Kong comes close. Don't get me wrong. Right. King Kong comes close.
0: But when it comes in right to right circumstance and right environment, King Kong they yes. proved King Kong could kill Godzilla. But just we they they definitively yes, you know, laid it down who's the king of the monsters, like you said. And
1: King and Godzilla deserves that crown. Like right. you go back to that Ghidorah fight. Like you go back to that King of the Monsters. You go back to destroy all monsters. However, you want to go back. Like I got my Godzilla collector's edition. All the films in this giant book on the way. I can't wait to start tearing into those, but it's one of those things where it was just like overall, man, like the representation of both characters, like you further kind of develop the fact that King Kong is Kong and he's more, he's got more of the human tie to it. And Godzilla is a reckon, a force to be reckoned with. And a a, a beast, like he is a beast. He is, he is like John Jones in the UFC. Like he is, you do not mess with him. Like, that is just the reality. And then you get this idea that like they, they could expand on Did it. Did you
0: just compare John Jones to a gorilla? This not King Kong, I Godzilla. 19- I said Godzilla. Oh, okay. I was getting high.
1: My bad. <laughs> yes, uh, I said John Jones to Godzilla. Not King Kong. Because John Jones is the beast of the UFC. You don't mess with John Jones in the UFC just like you don't mess with Godzilla. That's just the reality, man.
0: Have you watched Falcon in the Winter Soldier? No, not yet. Uh, what is it? GSP from the UFC. Yeah,
1: George Saint Pierre. Is
0: he in it? He's in. He's in the first episode.
1: Oh, really? Spoiler alert. Did yeah. you hear about that UFC fighter over the weekend who lost his finger no, in that I match? I
0: really, I don't, I don't pay attention to UFC. Like talking about the Cromier dude because he's from Louisiana. Whatever the fuck, I pay a little. I don't really fuck with UFC like that. Like that. No, there no was disrespect a. It, but yeah, I didn't hear about it. There
1: was a UFC fighter who lost his. He lost his finger. In the match, see that's
0: that's just know what man.
1: He lost his finger. Like, how does that? He didn't even know he lost his finger till the time ran out, and he goes to his corner, and the doctor's looking at his hand. He goes, "Where's your finger? Oh, I lost my finger." It's just insane, dude. Just as much as I talk
0: shit about how like the '80s, you know, growing up in that era with like explosions and you know three titties from Total Recall and. All the violence in GI Joe and He Man and whatever, and how like soft shit is nowadays. Like, do you have shit like Invincible, like we talked about? Yeah. Uh, and then you have shit like literal like barbarian wars on public television right now. Yeah. That is like way different than like WWE or WWF sure. on Sundays and Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it's kind of weird, but i all shout out and respect to it. It's just I think I don't know. I just shy away from it. I, I miss boxing. I'm Me excited too. about the new boxer game that's coming out. But it all at its root, what we're talking about, like that fight, I think it's encapsulated in like just two digital, you know, animals, a big ass lizard and monkey fighting it out and hitting that primal lizard part yes. of our brain It's very childish and just fun and where our heart beats and reminds us why we're alive.
1: I mean, well you got it just it goes back to my favorite thing because look, dude, you're always gonna have this the 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 current Roscoe, stop! You're always going to have this current generation who's saying about the new generation coming up, like, "Oh, y'all are soft, y'all are weak, or whatever," and stuff like that. It's like that's been going on for years, bro. Every generation says that about the next generation coming up. The reality is, is it ain't changed. We're still human. We like violence. We like throwdowns. That's what we're good at. We 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 really like to watch people beat the crap out of each other. And that Godzilla versus King Kong, we wanted to see two monsters throw down. We got two monsters throwing down.
0: And just like in that vein, all things came together like
1: like booty cheeks, booty cheeks. And I'll just say this if, uh, if, if, if Godzilla could quote, uh, John Jones, he would tell King Kong, I whooped your ass after doing a weekend of cocaine. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's still my favorite press conference of all time. I love John Jones so much. He is the true, uh, He's the true definition of
0: "I don't give a shit" in America. You should put that. You should put that clip in the show if you remember.
1: It, you can't find it anymore. <laughs> yeah, Dan, or the Dana White. He scrubbed it from the internet. He paid mm. people to get rid of it. Like mm. I used Mine to have, have it recorded. Back. What? Wait. What did you say? Hold on. Before I agree to something, I need to know what you said. <laughs> I'm too sleepy. And I got a wedding to go to today. But yeah, the, let us know your thoughts or opinions on Godzilla vs. Kong. I know Dewey didn't like it, but I really enjoyed it. He didn't uh, like it? No, nah, he posted about how much of a waste of a time it was. He really didn't like it at all.
0: That's uh, fair, though, man. That's I mean, fair. yeah. It's not it's, like, yeah. Monster movies aren't for everybody, bro. They're not for
1: everybody. I mean, they're, they're just and really not. Yeah. I love monster movies, dude. Like I used to say, like I used to sit in here and I would like, Play video games on the small TV and on the top TV, I'd have like camera going, you know. Just
0: well, that was the thing. Like, it. it, it see, for some people, I get it, it's just my kind of waste of time. It definitely can't even disagree. It was just, it was just, it, it's definitely a waste of time that I had fun with.
1: Well, that's the thing, man. Is like, I don't always need, I like big monsters slugging it out, man. Like, that's yeah, that's my just, favorite thing. I couldn't
0: watch, I can't watch that all. Like, I couldn't watch a string of it, like, invincible. Every day all day long, but just for a fun, mindless time is good. For some people, it will like feel like okay, well, I've wasted three hours, two hours yeah. of my life. I mean, you know, but I feel like more people will enjoy this film that are attracted yeah. to it than won't for sure.
1: Well, and it's like what are your options right now? It's like you got you got Justice League, which is four hours long. It was good, it was great, but Right. I would much rather like If I'm going to waste time, if you will, like I'd much rather waste time with Godzilla versus King Kong just because it's under two hours and I'm throwing giant monsters and it's something you really don't have to like. That's the beautiful thing about these monster movies is almost like you don't have to pay attention to the story. I'm only here to watch the monsters fight
0: like that's really it. I am just I think here. I though, between both of us, though, if we could choose anything right now over everything, it would probably be Invincible. Just to keep Oh, 100% correct. That,
1: just to wrap that whole thing up. Like, yeah. To keep us 100% out. correct. Has your girl been watching Invincible with you?
0: Yes, bro. We love just, it. She loves it? Okay, good. good. And you, and the whole conversation we had in the Patreon times together, it does have that Walking Dead kind of cultist bubbling feel for that, too. I love that fucking show. So out of everything, I think the ultimate uh, you know, thing we try to press is watch Invincible. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> friend
1: of the show, Derek actually messaged me and he's like, "Have you been watching Invincible?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, it's one of my favorite books of all time." And he's like, "I didn't know." He's like, "He even because he had no knowledge of it, right?" I hadn't talked to him about Invincible or anything, but he even said he goes, "Yeah, I thought it was just gonna be kind of like a cheesy Justice League animated show." And he's like, "And then at the end of the episode one, it was definitely not." When Omni-Man goes nuts and kills everybody, he was like, that was one of the most insane things I've ever seen on
0: any type of cartoon. And I was like... Uh, yeah. One more sidebar before we wrap it up, man. I yeah. told you I've been reading re- the manga or the manga of... Uh, My Hero Academia? Academia. Like, yeah. yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go get more books tomorrow. Or maybe today. I'm going to a movie Academia.
1: trading company here in a minute because they what, got, they what got, what got an on. Easter cell. sale.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Ha-ha! I'm so going. I'm going on the same page. Synergy. Boats and holes, my friend. Anything else before we wrap it up? Shooting out the love to the to the tribe and the people that made it this far. Thanking them for listening and all that shit. iTunes. No! Uh, reviews, um, appreciated giveaways and shit. And yeah. I still owe booties Bob, $27.67. Anything
1: else? If y'all want this show to grow, drop us a review on iTunes. It helps with that algorithm. People seeing the show on a regular. Uh, remember, patreon.com/sttpod gets you four more episodes a month for a cost of a cup of coffee a month, five bucks a month. Gets you four additional episodes. Sometimes we release old stuff on there that is uh, only in the vault and not available anywhere else whatsoever. If you want to hear some of those old movie conversations me and Bill used to have on Behind the Pop, we released some of those. We just had one up there, a, a Wes Craven retrospective done with Chris Antista from Laser Time. Uh, that was a lot of fun, that episode was. Um, I love how 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 we keep you're
0: keeping Bill alive through the Patreon. Post. 100%. So the original old triple OGs. Uh, I know y'all feel that, gotta feel that. Like, we got a uh, RPO bill, so. But yeah, I didn't mean to cut y'all. No, dude, no
1: worries. But yeah, that is that is the, that is the, kind of the point of putting that those episodes out there is to keep Bill alive, keep Bill going. Uh, He'll forever be part of this show. He's forever missed um but that is the thing man if y'all agree or disagree with our opinions let us know skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com stt underscore pod on twitter instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod that's where you can find us everywhere on the internet and again if you leave us an itunes review we like to we like to respond to those and have people on the show who leave us an itunes review um actually you know what let's Let's check. Let's check. Let's see. Let's. I haven't checked. When's the last time you looked at the iTunes?
0: I'm not lying, man. You know what's been going on. We've both been, we've we both been we both been, in been bunkers, real busy, like soaking in and then soaking in the, the entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Our, uh, in the in the information and and doing a bunch of other shit. So I actually hadn't seen the iTunes. I need my other phone so I could get back into the Discord because I'm too lazy. To hook it up to my new phone. Oh, there, but, uh, there,
1: it, there it is again. There we we got a new review. Um, I'm sorry, uh, I don't know if we've read this one or not. this most recent, most recent. Let me do this. Uh, Louvain, Louvain. What can I say about this podcast? Is amazing. The host Todd and Bryant put out a great gaming podcast with top seven that really help out. They talk about what they want and tell nothing but the truth. Hashtag make discord a great, great again. So there we go. There we go. By the way, reach Love out it. to Love reach it. out to us. You're invited on the show to do a top seven.
0: That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. However you want to play it. However you want to play, however you want to do it. You got anything else though, my brother? It's been a pleasure as you no, on No, man. My end.
1: I don't have anything Good else. Good night Cambodia in it. Good night, Cambodia, you know, as we always do before we sign off, stay
0: humble. Stay humble. Bundle.
1: <laughs>